Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'd like to jump her bones. How do you know those bones are her? It's one more thing. What? Armstrong and Getty. (laughs) Perhaps our most class introduction. That's the worst tease for this segment ever. Thank you. Uh, I I meant to mention this on the radio show, not this podcast, but I'll throw it on the podcast too. Um, If you've seen the movie, Everything... Everywhere All at Once, I think that's what it's called. Won all the Oscars, Best Picture, and like nine other Oscars. If you've seen it and know what the freak it means, go ahead and text or email because I'd like to know. I, I'm, 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 I'm trying to figure out if it's one of those things where there is some deep meaning and I'm just too stupid because I'm a very basic person. Or if it's one of those things like, you know, it, it, it's sometimes art, they just they throw all kinds of crap in the air and act like it's art. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I said I was going to see that movie and I never did. I wish I could participate. It's in the, uh, pretty visually stunning. I, I recommend it, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know what the hell went on. God, it's got a couple of scenes though. Oh my God, I've never seen it in, in, in motion pictures before. I wouldn't. I don't want to spoil anything. Okay, all right. Everybody having uh, hot dogs for fingers, that won't really spoil anything for you. Oh. But it's the way it plays out is uh, is weird. What a weird... Homer Simpson-esque. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Well, all right. that's fascinating. Yeah, I got to see it eventually. Uh, so a little follow-up here. Do you remember uh, the scientist, the professor that we were talking about? Is it? Gosh, it was a few weeks ago. Um, who I represent science. <laughs> well, he was about every bit the crackpot as you are, old man. But he claimed, this is at San Jose State University. Uh, I guess it was, um, uh, gosh, uh, what was this person's name? It doesn't matter. It says the University of uh, Pittsburgh teacher 
who claimed that you can't tell a male from a female by their bones. You have to know how they identified. And the student about hooted them out of the classroom because they recognized how ridiculous that was. And the professor angrily reminded them. Yearwood was their name, uh, something or other Yearwood. Um reminded them, uh, I'm the expert in the room. Have any of you been to anthropological sites? Have any of you studied biological? I've I've, I've studied the data. I don't know why I'm being laughed at. I have a PhD. (laughs) If you ever have to say, I don't know why I'm being laughed at, you're in a bad situation. (laughs) Yeah. If everybody's laughing at you, you've done something very, very funny. Whether you agree with it or not, if more than one person is laughing at you. <laughs> and at the time, we went into uh, Jonathan Turley's piece about how uh, ridiculous um, an assertion that is on the science of it. And it's just, it's, hell, it doesn't even deserve to be argued. Um, and the idea that it's all part of uh, white supremacy and patriarchy and colonialism and blah, 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 blah. Uh, but uh, a little follow up on this this uh, Professor Yearwood has been a leader in calling for critical engagement and activist research to the field of anthropology. Now, I remember, Jack, you were talking about, you were thinking of actually going back to school, right, and getting some sort of history degree? Yeah, absolutely. But it's impossible because nobody teaches just flat-out history anymore. Everything is uh, some sort of ethnic studies history. Right. It's some sort of activist history. Yeah. I was actually listening to a podcast over the weekend. uh, 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 It was was older. This was true apparently 10 years ago when uh, Harold Bloom, is that his name? The guy who writes about Shakespeare has written several books and everything like that. Sounds familiar. Um, uh, He wrote a great book on how to read. Anyway, he was on Charlie Rosen talking about how depressing it is to him that there are no just straight Shakespeare classes in universities anymore. They're all deconstructing Shakespeare. Why this particular play is mean to women or why this play is, you know, the white supremacy or whatever. And it just really depressed him. This was years ago. So I'm sure it's worse now. Yeah, the whole point, if you're not hip to this, is uh, critical theory. The idea is to be critical and tear everything down. If somebody says babies are cute, you find that mm, problematic as you rub your chin. And you talk about how that seems to imply a patriarchal uh, enslavement of women and insists that womanhood means motherhood, blah, blah, blah. And then you pretend like you're serious with this crap. And soft-headed people buy it and think, oh, yeah, it's problematic to say babies are cute. I'll, I'll, I'll memorize that. And, and they become your stupid, stupid foot soldiers in this. Well, Again, I, read James Lindsay and Helen Pluckrose's cynical theories. Please. But at the level of Shakespeare, for instance, maybe the greatest writer in the history of the planet, all languages, certainly English speaking, to have him disappear from universities is a serious study because it's all got to go through the lens of some sort of grievance? That's awful. I also read three Shakespeare's. (laughs) And as I've said many times, uh, thank you, Mr. President. Um, You know, in screenwriting classes, I learned that if you write a screenplay with the idea that you're going to change people's minds about some issue, you're going to write a boring-ass, preachy screenplay. Now, if you write something to entertain people and it happens to sway them, good for you. That's a hell of a trick. But if you go in preaching, you're going to pervert what you're supposed to be doing, mm. which is writing an effective movie. And in the same way, if you go into, well, I'll give you the description first. I, I bet you're way ahead of me. Anyway, uh, so this Dr. Yearwood, dude, 
Gabby. His name was Gabby Yearwood. Confused me because I knew it was a dude, but senior lecturer uh, in the Department of Anthropology and managing faculty director for the Center for Civil Rights and Racial Justice in the law school at the University of Pittsburgh. He is a sociocultural anthropologist, earning his Ph.D. from the University of Texas at Austin in anthropology, focusing in black diaspora studies and masculinity. His research interests include the social constructions of race and racism, masculinity, gender, sex, black feminist, and black queer theory, anthropology of sport, and black diaspora. He holds a secondary appointment with the Gender, Sexuality, and Women's Studies program at Pitt. He's also a teaching member of the Pitt Prison Education Product. Now, when you go to his class, do you think you're going to get science, having heard all of that? Right. Or just bits and pieces of science to advance his oddball political ideas? And among his courses is activist anthropology, the description of which is quite something and totally describes what you're talking about, Jack, trying to just find history. I just want the history of history, please, not the history of the oppression of left-handed people. All right? Just tell me what freaking happened. Activist anthropology. (laughs) This course will teach students that critical engagement brought about, again, the word critical, look for that. This course will teach students that critical engagement brought about by activist research is both necessary and productive. Such research can contribute to transforming the discipline by addressing knowledge production and working to decolonize our research process. Rather than seeking to avoid or resolve the tensions inherent in anthropological research on human rights, activist research to the fore, making them a productive part of the process. Finally, activist research allows us to merge cultural critique with political action to produce knowledge that is empirically grounded, theoretically valuable, and ethically viable. In other words, we're going to take a little science and sprinkle it into the political crap we're trying to sell to people, and it'll be theoretically valuable. Can't you just tell me how old them bones are? Science! This course will teach students both the importance and value of conducting research that moves outside of the ivory tower of academia. Activist scholars work in dialogue, collaboration, alliance with people who are struggling to better their lives. Activist scholarship embodies a responsibility for results that these allies can recognize as their own, value in their own terms, and use as they see fit. This course will explore major conceptual work on the role and ethical responsibility of anthropological research and social justice issues. Do you think you're seriously going to take that class? and actually learn the full truth of whatever anthropology you're studying? Of course not. Of course not. And this is what kids are learning in universities, and we're paying through the nose to pay for. It's unbelievable. Well, the biggest concern to me, because that's that's, uh, of concern to that individual who takes those classes and then has to make a living, uh, the bigger concern to me is the way the way Harold Bloom was worried about Shakespeare, the way it's pushed out all the normal traditional stuff. Great point, yeah. That's that's the big worry. So you have young people getting taught this perverse fringe theory stuff at mainstream universities because universities are now at the fringe of civilization, of, of society. Um, but So they're learning the fringe stuff and not being taught the core stuff. Because there's no time. It's like the kids who can't read being taught 
uh, gender theory and how to have sex in yeah, schools. Right. And I don't mean basic sex education. I get why that's reasonable and, and, and important. Um, but, you know, how to please your partner and oral sex and, you know, queer theory and the rest of it. They can't freaking read. Teach them to read. Teach them what the O sounds like in a word. How about we start there and get to queer theory down the road at some point? <laughs> Holy cow, the, the Roman Empire is calling. Remember, if somebody sells you Bob Saget tickets, Bob Saget is dead. What? Remember our play? I got Bob Saget tickets instead of Bob Seger. It's a very obscure reference I guess it's to several obscure. days ago, Michael. All right, all right. It's too obscure. It's, it's not a callback if nobody knows who's calling back. Well... I guess that's it. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 